Welcome to About Progress. I am your host, Monica Packer, and I am here to teach you how to take back your life and dare to progress towards bettering yourself, honing your gifts, and using them for good in the world. Listen in to be inspired by others who are walking the same path of self-improvement paired with self-love, and to be a part of a community that knows life is about progress, not perfection. I'm going to start today's episode by sharing something so embarrassing. This is an interview that I recorded nine or 10 months ago. And goodness, friends, despite my good intentions, I totally dropped the ball on these do something highlights. As I shared a few months ago, I have quite a few that I want to air and get back to airing. And these these patient, patient guests have been so wonderful about this. Now today is Christina Southam. Now I reached out to her to tell her with my tail between my legs that I was finally getting to air our chat together. She was so gracious and classy, exactly who I want to be. And she gave me so much grace and I'm so grateful for her for that. Christina has an amazing list of accomplishments, but they've all arisen in her life because she's dared to try something that scared her. She really is good about facing things head on. You're going to love to hear how this has looked for her, and I hope that you are inspired by her on how to do this in your own life too. Just do something, friends, that scares you and challenges you. It can be big, it can be small, and in fact, if you start small, I know it's going to take you somewhere really awesome. I'm here with Christina Salvin. Thanks so much for coming. Thanks for having me. I'm excited and honored to get to visit. And by coming, I meant coming on the show. (laughs) Not to my home, I wish. But so tell us where you're calling from. Um, I am calling from Orem, Utah. Good old Orem. I love it there. I really do. But okay, so Christina, yeah. you're here because your friend nominated you. And I mean, just the things she said about you alone was amazing. But um, I want you to give our listeners a little bit more of an introduction. Tell us about you. Sure. Um, thank you. I grew up in Ohio and I'm the youngest of six girls. So there was a lot of fun and anyway, girl, girl talk growing up. Um, I graduated in Latin American Studies with a communications minor, lived in D.C. and did humanitarian work for the government for a couple of years with USAID and then um, eventually came back to Utah and I do event planning at BYU. Oh, that's so, there's so a great. Quick synopsis for you. Yeah, I love yeah. that. And I love that you're still involved with your alma mater, too. So, you know, that's that's pretty awesome. It, it really is fun. I feel like I can like more hip because I know what the trends are. I just look at the students. So, <laughs> oh my goodness, Birkenstocks are back. <laughs> but oh, that's I good know. Or bad news. They're they, back. Oh, I'm like, thank uh, goodness they're back. Those are my favorite. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Anything nineties. It's, it's fun. It's fun being on a campus. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so I, I mean, I've heard of all like the. It seems like you like to play hard and work hard and live life too. You know, you have your adventurous side, but you have your real studious and hardworking side to you. And I wanted you to share something with our, um, with our listeners about, um, a time where you did something that scared you. And then we're going to move into some things now that you've been doing that scare you. So tell us a little bit about this, one of these times that you did something that scared you and what the result was of that. Sure. Oh, lots of 
scary times, but um, mm-hmm. choose faith over fear, right? Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. So, so I would say one of the something that my uh, being the youngest, my sisters always are getting me to do things that I didn't know any better about, and so, um, so my sister Afton, I ran track in high school, but I'd never run more than three miles, you know, and that was good enough for me. And um, she convinced me to sign up for a marathon. So a marathon was the first race I ever signed up and paid for. And um, I thought, well, the worst I can walk it. So I started training and I ran my first marathon and that was crazy. It wasn't an amazing time, but we finished and we had a great time. And mm-hmm. um, and so believe it or not, I signed up for another one. Um, so <laughs> As those I, things can go. I, Oh my gosh! Yeah, as soon as the pain is over, you're like, oh, maybe I can do maybe I can go a little faster, you know. And and yeah. um, as soon as you so can walk again, you suddenly walk. Yeah, to again. exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so it's one of those kind of twisted, um, you know, that runners high is a real thing. They <laughs> they're not kidding. So yeah, so I I I've done six now, but my which is even crazier. But my my second marathon. So the first one I I did with her, and the second marathon I signed up for um kind of a defining moment for me I mean there there were several in that first training but there's one that's particularly memorable about the second marathon um I was training and I I usually peak at 20 miles um before you're on the full 26 and so it's about three weeks out and um so I was living in DC at the time and I decided to get on the metro and I was going to run 10 miles to the LDS temple and then 10 miles home Mm. and I left my phone at home, and mm. it was daytime, but um, I was, I thought, okay, I, I really am going to have to get home alone this way. So, but I had a date that night, and I oh, I, I can fit it in before, you know, and um, and so I ran the 10 miles out, and I was on my way back, and I was at 17 miles at this point, and I just was dying. Mm. Um, I had this, <laughs> this really intense pain in, in, and I was having all these cramps and I just, I didn't know what to do. And so, so I was taking some breaks and, um, I usually run 10 minutes, walk a minute. So at 17 miles, my breaks were getting longer and my running was getting slower. And, and so, but I knew I had this date and I knew I couldn't call the guy and tell him I was going to be late. So mm-hmm. I thought I have to, I can, I will. And I told myself I would just, I would just power through the last three miles, no more breaks and just get her done you know and um and so as I was chanting this to myself so I thought okay I have to I can't I will I have to I can't I will. and then I noticed that it something had shifted and I and I heard myself saying I want to I can I will I want to I can I will and I thought but what, what am I saying you know and, and um and I, I had subconsciously shifted my mantra to I want to I can mm-hmm. I will and and it was a really cool moment, and I thought, yeah, I do want to. Mm-hmm. I can. And gosh darn it, I will. <laughs> and, and, um, and so, so it's a really powerful moment. And so, I, and I just, I kept chanting that to myself, and I, this smile kind of came over me, and and I did. I rallied, and and it came together, and I, I got home. I think I was only just a few minutes late, you know, for my date. By the time I showered and, and got ready, and That's said, you know, give me a couple minutes, and. And uh, <laughs> it was cutting it close, but um, but it was a really cool moment where I realized, you know, in our subconscious that, you know, we 
we have these deep parts of our souls that just need a moment to shine. And, and, and I didn't, you know, I didn't have this amazing time. I didn't, you know, I wasn't crossing the big finish line, but, but to me it meant something. And it was, it was cool to realize I, I wanted it all along. I just, I just kind of had, had to tap into that when I, when I needed it. And so, um, so yeah, there you go. That, that I was, love that mantra that, too. That's one that sticks out to me, but. Well, what I love yeah. about that is I think there's something so much more empowering about seeing that I have a choice here and I'm still choosing this mm-hmm. hard one, but I'm, I'm, I'm in choosing it. It makes you more powerful in so many yeah. ways, right? So many facets, not just running. Yeah, exactly. I even, on one of my other runs, I had, um, this is my, on my first marathon training, I, I didn't, I was doing my, my 20 miles. The 20 miles was kind of the big deal, you know, right before. And I didn't have anybody. I mean, my roommates were kind of cheering me out at home, but it, it's, it's lonely. And so I, I was just going to run laps kind of around the neighborhood, which is really boring. Mm-hmm. So I actually put up a sign, um, at the baseball field by where I lived before, like earlier that day that said, you can do hard things. I <laughs> so, <love that. laughs> so I thought, you know what? I've got to be my own cheerleader. You know, when I'm out there alone, my friends aren't going to be on the course. And oh my so, goodness. so I put up this little sign for myself that said, you can do hard things. And, and, um, anyway, and it was, it was just really cool. And so I, you know, I ended up staying up there for a couple of weeks, but so we've got to remind ourselves, you know, we have to be our own cheerleaders and we can do hard things. And so, oh my goodness, yeah. Christina, I love that. And it's so funny that yeah. I haven't even thought about that, you know, being your own <laughs> cheerleader. Um, wow. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. So I know, I mean, I feel like we could talk a very long time about all the amazing things you've done. I mean, you, you had a, a big um, fundraising run. I, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but yeah, I mean, you're Center South Marathon. Say that again one more time. So it's nice and clear. Yeah. Saints and Sinners Half Marathon in Las Vegas. Okay, so you're in charge yeah, of that. No big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I know <laughs> uh, among... my sister's a brainchild. I'm, I was just yeah. a slave labor. So. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you have a partner in that then too, and especially a sister. But I mean, you've you've hiked Kilimanjaro. I mean, you just you've done so many amazing things. Um, but sometimes it's kind of you little know. Crazy. Yeah, it's, I love that side of you, but I think sometimes like you, your mantra there, I, I want to, I can, I will. Sometimes that means stopping, you know, sometimes that means shifting directions. And, uh, you and I Mm -hmm. talked, uh, off the air about this, this for you when, when this has come up for you. So let's talk about what has been scaring you lately that you've been doing and it's different than, um, running a really uh, hard run and heading a, a half marathon and um, hiking to the top of Kilimanjaro. It's it's a whole other scary sure. thing, right? So tell us about this new ter- um, territory you've been been crossing right now. Yeah, sure. Well, I just realized I'm just a glutton for punishment, but um, <laughs> it's, it's fun at the same time, you know? But, yes. Um, it's hard to know when to stop. But um, I, yeah, I, I had a, an experience. I was doing grad school this year and still trying to manage this race with my sister. And by the way, the cool thing is the money goes to the LDS Missionary Fund. Um, but we we're, but I was doing this and I'd kind of taken the reins more this last year. Um, I made this goal to run 2017 miles in 2017 while doing the grad school and I'm in serious relationship. And um, anyway, and I, and I had kind of another side project I was working on. 
and I just, I finished my first year and I, I just got burnt out. Yeah. And, um, I realized, and what was you know, I, I was looking for? my, sorry, I just want to, um, executive, yeah, executive public administration, mm-hmm. executive master of the public administration. So, yeah, so kind of along the lines of nonprofit management and, um, and that would, and that was helping, you know, my race grow and, and my humanitarian heart. Um, and then also, you know, working full time, um, as an event planner. And so, mm-hmm. so there's just, yeah, there's just a lot of, a lot of balls I was juggling and, you know, keeping my head above water. I'm, you know, I've kind of got a routine and, but, um, by the time summer came around, I just, you know, my dad told me, he said, you don't, you don't have time to get sick. <laughs> like yeah. you, you can't afford to get sick. You can't afford if you're in a car accident, mm-hmm. you know, you, you haven't put in any wiggle room for, for life you know, surprises. And, mm-hmm. um, and sure enough, you know, the next week I got sick and then my aunt died and it was like, you oh know, he, he was, he was right. And so, yeah. um, and so I, I was just, you know, I was talking to a friend about it and I just thought, man, I was, I was feeling burnt out and, you know, I kind of, I, I wasn't showing up in my relationship that I wanted to show up. And, hmm. and, um, I just, there was a lot going on. And so, um, so I was just kind of praying about what to do. And I was having this conversation with my friend. And uh, she's kind of giving me some coaching, and I'm not afraid to ask for help. Yeah. And um, and she she asked me how my self care was, and I realized it was on empty. Yeah. And um, it it was a really vulnerable moment for me because, you know, I've crossed the finish line. I can do these hard things. You know, we can all do hard things, right? And um, and I realized as I kind of had this conversation, you know, she she was asking, well, well what can what can give right now? something's got to give. And, um, and I realized, you know, there, I was kind of weighing out my options of what I could do and, and shifting. And, um, the easiest option of what it looked like just to kind of give myself a breather was to take a break from school. Mm-hmm. And, and this is something I've been wanting to do for years. And I, you know, I'd applied to this program and, and worked really hard to get in. And, um, and I realized that, yeah, it was, it was time to just, you know, that, that I want to, I can, I will said, you know, right now I can't. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and it was, it was scary to have to kind of admit that, that I needed to, I needed a break. And I remember talking to my sister who, um, she's the one I started the race with. She's, it was her brainchild. She, you know, she just told me, she said, you know, school's important, but you know, your sanity isn't worth it. And, mm-hmm. um, and so anyway, so I decided to defer, I looked at my options and, and I decided to take a break and just take a semester off and just, you know, kind of reset a little bit. And so I dialed back, I piled on self-care. I started, you know, spending more time with my friends and I made a list of my desires for life and what I wanted to do. And just, I realized I'd kind of forgotten, you know, and I, I mean, I wasn't totally out of touch. You know, I, I was still doing fun things. I'd still do girls nights. Sure. So I was still mixing that in, but, um, but I really kind of, I, I, I was physically exhausted myself. So I actually stopped my running goal. I, I was on target to finish, you know, six months in, and then I just thought, you know what, it's not worth it. So mm-hmm. I, I cut back on my running goal. I decided to defer grad school. I um, just started spending more time with my friends and just kind of, you know, doing what I wanted. And, um, and I remember her saying when I talked to my sister that she said, you know, the harder thing might, right now might be to, to say no and say, I need, I need mm. a break. I need a reset. Yes, that so, is the um, thing. Yeah, it was in that time. Yeah. It really was, mm-hmm. and so um, so I did, and I feel great. I, Good. you know, at work, I had this this big event, and everyone told me they said, you know, you seem so much more calmer than you did last year. You know that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. I feel calmer, and Good. so um, 
Yeah, so that that was a recent recent powerful experience for me. So I, you got to take breaks. You can, we can all do it, but we got to take breaks sometimes. So, well, yeah. I, there's something you know a little messed up in the culture that we all have, and especially in the United States, about work. Right? I mean, everybody. Mm-hmm. One of my big pet peeves is everyone who, um, you know, when you ask how are they, how are you doing, like, oh, I'm so busy. You know, yeah. we are all busy. Uh-huh. Everyone's busy. And, but when does it get to this point where that is our badge of worth, yep. you know, mm-hmm. and at what expense? It's not cool. <laughs> yeah. If it's really yeah. worth it, I don't know. And I think we have to ask ourselves all the time if what we're doing right now is really worth it um, in this time in this season. Yeah. And there's something about that too. I mean, it's not like you can't still uh, fulfill your goals. It, it just has to come at the right time in the exactly. right season for you. And I'm sure yeah. those will. Yeah. And I think, and, and I appreciate that because that's, you know, I, I've heard about that, that, that busy is kind of the new, you know, buzzword that everyone's, Oh, I'm so busy, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be that person. I never, you know, my mother, I remember calling home and she was never too busy to talk to me. And I just thought, I, I, I want to be able to be available Mm-hmm. You know, for the people that matter in my life. And that was part of why I decided to take a break. I thought, you know what? It's not worth it. I mm-hmm. I want to show up in my relationship. I want to show up in my family and friendships and work and church and all those things. And so, yeah, we got to fill our emotional bank accounts and, and uh, tanks. And so that was something I did. And I'm I'm so glad. And, and I, I hope to pick up classes again this winter and, you know, being thoughtful about that. But um, I've been really glad it's it's been worth it. So. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. And so I <laughs> hope we you. can all learn Thank from you, you too. I mean, there, there are those times. I mean, it can make you feel like a quitter somehow or people might make you feel yeah. guilty, but you'll know when it's yeah. it's time, when it's when it's time to fill that well. So That's thank right. you so much, Christina, for being so open about your your contrasting experiences about the time and a season and when to push it and when to pull back. I, I, yeah. We need those voices. So I really appreciate you taking the time. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's 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 a good opportunity to to reflect and yeah. yeah, think about those times and seasons and balances and happiness is is the key. <laughs> Whatever brings you happiness, mm-hmm. follow follow that. That's that's what I found. So yeah, thank you. Aren't you glad she still let me air this? I have linked in the show notes to Christina's Instagram as well as her race that she runs. And you can find my show notes on my website aboutprogress.com. Uh, Christina, I just truly apologize. But you know what? I am so glad I get to connect with people like Christina. Now, this came from some nominations. If you want to nominate someone to be a Do Something highlight that I'm going to air a few times a month, I would love if you reached out to me. You can do so at packerprogress at gmail.com and let me know who you think deserves to be on the show because of the incredible ways they are showing up in their own lives by doing something that scares them and what the results are of it. Before I let you go today, another confession that is embarrassing. On Wednesday, I announced that our event had sold out and I had, again, so embarrassing. 
miscalculated the numbers. So we actually have two tickets left. There is a reason I was an English teacher, not a math teacher, folks. It's because I get things like this wrong all the time. So there are still two tickets left to my Rediscover You workshop in Draper, Utah on September 28th and 29th. I know it will sell out because it's six weeks away. If there's only two tickets left, they're gonna go. Use the code AUGUST in all capital letters to get your ticket for $25 off. It's going to be an amazing, life-changing event. Thank you for sticking with me through all the thick and thin and my very big blunders. I so love you, and I am, I'm going to keep trying, folks. It's about progress, not perfection, right? I'll be here next week, and until then, take care of yourself.